Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Because it is 10 years to the day that um, Frank Lampard and uh, all the little Scots from Chelsea embarrassed themselves by getting drunk and being sick and taking their clothes on yeah. in front of American tourists. They did, didn't they? Is that right? Can't celebrate. She's a lady. Hi, I'm Robbie Earl, and this is the Football Ramble. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and it's football time. <laughs> and for <laughs> such a time, I've brought my lovely three friends along. Pete is one of them. Hello there. Luke is the other. All right. And Jimbo is the other. Hello. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> the other, no, other. <laughs> um, uh, chaps, how are you all? Good, thanks. Pretty Adequate. good. Yeah, well, it's mm. better than normal. Uh, now then, uh, Mario Balotelli... And Gigi Buffon uh, recently visited a prison. Uh, we will talk about this later. Yeah. But um, we'd like to start with if you were a prisoner, which footballer or footballers would you like to visit you? Pete. Um, I'm probably going to go for Nile Ranger because right. he he allegedly got caught um, drink driving uh, at the okay. weekend, and only two weeks later he was told off by the police. So yeah, he's. Uh, what? So you'd want to keep him in there? With well, no, because he's <laughs> clearly <laughs> familiar. He's clearly familiar with a holding cell, so I just think he'd be able to teach me the tricks of the trade, etc. Okay, so. like it. Yep, makes sense. <clears throat> makes sense. It's a strong start to such an important question, Luke. I went for Tony Adams. Right, just for the rationale similar to Pete's that um, he knows his way around. He could make prison hooch if needed. <laughs> yeah. in a alleged connections. Give me tips. <laughs> uh, I think I think he'd be a good man to have around. He'd be quite good fun. He takes himself very seriously, so I'd have a lot of time taking the piss up. Yeah. Oh, I suppose he's just visiting though. He's not in my cell. Yeah, no. true, true. So if he was in my cell, they could visit you in the cell. Good. Okay. Yeah. Fine, why not? Yeah. Why not? It's Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, basically Tony Adams. Right. Tony It could be like Passing you like A, a file in a cake Or something Oh there's your cake uh, yeah. Luke hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Files oh. in it I mean uh, I mean sorry I didn't mean to <laughs> I'm going to change it <laughs> <laughs> What you need is someone Because that's how They deliver drugs and stuff They throw like no. Tennis balls They kick tennis balls Over the, um, over the walls Kick well, kick, well, that's what I was thinking. So I was thinking some. Well, no, because you need the elevation. So I, I reckon uh, somebody Just like Jimmy Carragher could s smash it. I reckon that's well, all he used to do. Delap oh yeah, oh, could, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. But he's no real good to you in the prison. <laughs> no, he could throw he's things just out. Rory Delap. He could throw messages out. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than take them out, just <laughs> remember them. Mm. I don't know what's happening. If, he, if he, he could throw the end of a rope ladder out, couldn't he? <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I was yeah. asking a lot of them, man. Jim, I don't really know why we put these people in prison. Where's he got a rope ladder from? <laughs> in prison? That's, that's specifically things they don't give out. Oh, you like, never list. Look, look, you learn things in prison. You make it out of a bar of soap or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's it. A bar I've seen, I've and, seen and, uh, Ada, BC and, and Oz, the TV shots. So basically, after all, after all your impressions, I initially thought Tony Adams would be decent to have around. Now I've slowly realised I'm going to file down the razor blade and shank him. Okay. Well, I basically, if I was in prison, which presumably, what have I done, by the way? Uh, no, you just dead. Uh, uh, you've um, Jim, you've taken down the government and you've been unsuccessful. <laughs> fraud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm down for fraud. And basically... I know I don't want anyone that's going to come in and like help me break out or anything like that I want someone who's going to come in reassure me just go it's going to be alright when you get out you can rehabilitate yourself you know someone that's just going to make you sort of feel good about the world so I would go for Sir Bobby Robson because he'd just he'd come in and be a lovely old kindly gent that'd be the sort of person you'd want to just spend a bit of time with yeah know, before going back to your cell yeah it's a good just answer. getting on with it he'd yeah, be yeah. like the librarian who's been there for ages like yeah um, like in short oh, in short 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 yeah. yeah he would be yeah he'd just tell you to sort of hang in there son, yeah yeah well, gentlemen, I would go for, for Pele and Bobby Moore. That's two. Yes, two, yeah. That's not I allowed. said footballer or footballers in the question. Oh, okay, oh. sorry. Didn't pick up on that. I did that in, didn't you? <laughs> um, and they break me out, escape to victory. Oh, there uh, it is. There it is. Do you know what the pages... Are you in Nazi prison, then? Do you know what, probably. <laughs> Do you know what the back pages of the papers are going to say tomorrow? What? Spell a hat-trick hero. The points again, right. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Boys, <laughs> boys, I, I refuse to recognise this. In the, in the paper that you're going to publish recognise this committee. <laughs> the, the government owned paper, yeah. the Spell of Time. <laughs> yeah. um, what a paper it is. Um, I'm, I'm, st- I'm staging a coup with the points right the now. This is outrageous. Cool, listen, listeners, it. fight it. That's what I'm going to say. Exactly. Fight it. You, you can hear the duress we're under here. <laughs> Come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the new Gaddafi because the old one's on his way out. Mm. Right then, uh, Premier League. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Aguero got another hat trick. That man's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's absurd, Where have they found it? him from? <laughs> <laughs> Where has he come yeah, from? They it's found incredible. Some obscure European country. Yeah. I've <laughs> uh, my notes I've written uh, next to Phil Jones and Sergio Aguero freight trains. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. They're unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, Aguero's help with the incredible sort of talent he's got behind him. Silver's set up for his third was just mm. magical. Silver's one of the best players in the league. Yeah, of if not the best, but he's so good. He's, he's the movement between all those front players, the sort of versatility of Aguero is also one of those players who can who can play a variety of different sort of striking roles. He's mm. not just an off the shoulder player. He, he can drop deep and go out wide. He's got it all really. A bit of a playmaker himself, isn't he? Yeah, it? absolutely. So it's, it's an interesting sort of you know setup play over there. It's good to see that the club will carry on winning now that Gary Cook's not there. Yeah, the driving <laughs> force behind. Um, he's resigned, of course. He resigned, wasn't he? Yeah, his he biggest resign, um, yeah. his biggest regret is that he may no longer be influencing the game. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of made the point. I reckon it's probably that email. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, his second biggest regret. <laughs> the weird thing was, like, he he said that he never sent it or he got hacked, and then suddenly he resigned over it because yeah, there is some truth in it. He said he, he there's an error just... of judgment. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, well, even if it you sent it error. or you didn't. Mm. Yeah, no. It, oh, it's just a very sort of um, coded admission, really, isn't it? It's just to save any further embarrassment. Uh, in oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. other Manchester club. Uh, the, the noisy neighbours neighbours Rooney got a hat trick yeah it's, they're kicking off. the pair of yeah. them are ridiculous yeah. is this going to be I'm a straight shootout out between United and City well, it's early days like, yeah. isn't it well yeah. on the on the Ramble Facebook wall um, somebody was sort of saying that he was listening to 6 or 6 I don't listen myself um, <laughs> but uh, and uh, apparently somebody called in going Rooney has got to be better than Messi this season so he's not even the best player in Manchester for crying yeah. out loud <laughs> No. Someone made it, I was on the BBC World Service yesterday and, and someone made a point that um, thank you someone made, someone made a point that it's Rooney's confidence it's Rooney's confidence linked to the fact that he's had his hair done 
Is he, is he playing with more confidence <laughs> now because his hair's, he feels much better in himself because of his hair? I think it's a reasonable point. No, maybe. Mm. Well, that or he's just a big rest. Well, the team—it's a better team, isn't it? They've added that sort of flair, and I mean, cleverly and Welbeck, r- really surprisingly, seems to have come in and just be- revitalised them. It's yeah. just that sort of the energy they bring into it, and just uh, the, they've just got a myriad possibilities now with that squad. Ashley Young's obviously been a factor. Jones has just you know just <coughs> come in. Smalling. It's, it's just been really straightforward for Jones to settle in. Yeah, Smalling sort of you know stepped up from what he was doing last season. It's it was a nasty great. one. Um, on cleverly from mm, Kevin, Kevin Davis, yeah, well, like he has apologised. Old, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cleverly accepted. Hey, Dad, it's all. <laughs> what, what else are you going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> man, it. Yeah, yeah. Only, uh, only Phil, uh, Phil Jones was brilliant, though, wasn't he? Oh, he brilliant. was all over the place. That run for uh, yeah. for Rooney's, I think it was his second goal, wasn't it? It's just marauding. He was playing at right backs, so, you know. He's got a bit further license to get out of the field like that, but it's just the mobility and sort of technique of all, all of the players just across yeah. the pitch. Is I don't mm, think Bolton helped himself. Bolton gave him a lot of room, a lot of space. It was almost like a textbook um, example of how not to play against a team who who, who are dynamic, who move all over the pitch mm, well, who yeah. interchange properly. And they just didn't get near them. Yeah. I mean, the only one who came out of the game with any credit, really, and Kevin Davis was lucky to stay on the pitch. Mark Davis was the only one who really came out of any credit. He sort of tried to drive him forward almost single-handedly, but he couldn't do yeah. it. And, and, and obviously he couldn't do it. Yeah. And while all that was going on, Arsenal were picking up three points, Jimbo. Yeah, uh, wasn't a sort of classic. It was a glow. Uh, it was a glow, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that really strange incident with Theo Walcott, that odd, odd shot um, that sort of looped up, nearly went out of the stadium, came back down again, and then oh, it was such a. Was just so <laughs> gutted for the goalkeeper when that happens. It must be said as well, that's a hell of a tight angle that Arshavin's put that away from. Yeah, yeah. and he must have bet it the wrong way as well. Yeah, well, when I heard about it, because I didn't see the game, I thought it was like just it'd been gifted a tap in or something like yeah. that. But no, it's a. It reminded me of Carney's hat trick goal. Remember that one? From Ru- Chelsea. Yeah, right well, that was much more spectacular. Oh, it was, but it was a similar position, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it was a bit more cute, actually. Nice to get Carney yeah. a mensch, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, thank yeah, you very really. much. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's important for Arsenal to get those you know, three points on the board. And Frimpong's back, the Terminator. Apparently, Frimpong was really having a go at Arshavin one point for not doing any, any tracking back or you know that it's good someone's digging him <laughs> yeah, out exactly, yeah. <laughs> he's been there 10 minutes and he spotted it he scored the goal uh, with Sharpen, and it was like a really arrogant celebration yeah. I, I do like a Sharpen. he's got a great range of facial expressions yeah. but that was a really arrogant celebration he's not it from comes, the same dimension as well that, that comes to yeah. something when you the reason why you like a footballer is because of his range of facial expressions I've got nothing else I've got <laughs> nothing else to go on that's true former Arsenal man Adam Bayor got the goal didn't he mm. his goal debut goal was Spurs a yeah. good win away at Wolves nice move nice to see Parker in there as well slips he slotted it I yes. love his slip yeah. yes it's I a th- funny sorry mate go on I think Adebayo is going to be a big hit at Tottenham because all he's needed is to play he's mm. not really played since he was at Arsenal well, and declaring and his love for Arsenal straight after the game is probably going to help him as well <laughs> <laughs> is that what he did yeah he what? went um, He went. you know I, I love Arsenal uh, you know I love the club they've always got a place in my heart so one of those kind of things um, <laughs> I don't care what anybody thinks of me here I'm a, I'm a professional I'm here to do a job and all this and I thought you idiot oh what has he done that because <laughs> I can think of a particular incident when he was at sea that kind of intimated maybe he didn't like Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> he's a champion wide that merchant but, yeah. but what he should say is you know obviously <laughs> Arsenal it's still an important club to me that you know had a lot of good times here but Don't now mention I'm Arsenal Well yeah <laughs> He just scored for Spurs But he should have said Put it in your I'm now here for Spurs I'm a Spurs player He never He basically just went I'm a professional I don't care what anybody thinks of me And I'm here to do a job Sort of thing I like yeah. that law I think yeah. it's honest and, it's, and it is sort of just At least it's not lip service I suppose <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sort of Like if the You know the, I don't know the, the cable guy comes around And you're just like Do you cup of tea or anything And he's just like Look I'm here to do a job I don't 
don't care what you think of me. <laughs> you know. I don't care what you think of yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> get on the phone so can you send someone else? It's not <laughs> bringing me down. No, no, he's, he's, meant be, he's meant to be sorting out my Sky Plus. He just keeps banging on about TiVo. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm, I'm having an existential crisis here. <laughs> I, uh, one of the things I wanted to say was that uh, we didn't pick up on it really too much last week is that Scott Parker, footballer, football writer, footballer of the year, yeah. five million. Yeah, yeah. Well, but at his age, coming from a championship club, you know. thirty. Well, Peter Crouch was he's thirty. He went for ten million because because <laughs> people <laughs> are Well, I was saying this like yeah. it was it was such a shame as Parker never went to South Africa, or maybe it was a good thing because the experience. But uh, people say, well, it's easy in hindsight to say, but he was the football writer's player of the year, playing a defensive midfield role for the mm. team, one of the teams that got relegated. Yeah, it was an incredible season for him, and he yeah. never went to the World Cup. It was a shame But uh, nothing Nothing could have saved that World Cup yeah. So let's, well, not, uh, <laughs> let's not worry Him about and Bobby that. Zamora would have done it Let <laughs> me tell you that um, uh, Now rumour has it that Harry Redknapp Might be uh, approached by the FA The Football Association of England <laughs> To take charge uh, of said country For the uh, European Championships If uh, Of course if, if we qualify Which I'd imagine we would at the moment um, Because uh, Capello's not able to lift the team uh, At a tournament <laughs> They're worried about this Get red napping Who's decided this? <laughs> Idiots <laughs> there was, was, was a great quote in the people where uh, they described Harry Redknapp as uh, player friendly. <laughs> yeah, he's a player as he likes. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's a notable sort of wind up guy for yeah. a lot of his team. That but yeah, uh, some player friendly, <laughs> not others. <laughs> Other players How Other players for different teams Favourites friendly <laughs> would, that be, would that be a sickness For Capella to uh, I can imagine Capella Just standing aside <laughs> sure. yeah. No problem no, yeah, exactly. Fill your boots oh, Can I make you a cup of tea Summer off I, I am a professional Can I be your number two Harry Can I <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It is bizarre I mean where is this rumour surfaced from Because it's it, 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 The rumour is saying That they're thinking about it So how, I don't know how They've got into these people's minds to Well according to a, Again that nonsense people They were very much <laughs> Oh it's been discussed At the high, le highest level I think In the it, corridors of power I think it was in the Daily Mail as well. Yeah. Make what you will of the crack of can, can any of you can any of you see any credence in that? Do you think that there's a chance that like Capello will be placed before the re replaced before the Euros? They're not big no. on ballsy moves. Uh, no, uh, our FA, they really. they'll, they'll take Never so happened. long to decide. By the time it happens, <laughs> it'll be finished. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Euros will be done. Mm. I mean, obviously the World Cup was. It's awful, but you know you got to look at you know, his win percentage is ridiculous. It's he's the best ever. Really, really strong in qualifying, and you yeah. know you, you can't really. There's, there's no reason to get rid of him. You know, it's, it's, it's the kind of minutiae that always comes with the England job. It's like, oh, he doesn't speak English well enough. It's the players didn't like the camp the last time around. It's like all these silly little things. I, I would, I tell you, I would like um, the FA to do it so we can get Harry Redknapp out there and get Harry Redknapp out of the system. He can fall out with a couple of players, and um, we realise what. Is shortcomings as a manager he can't buy players in he can't get rid of them he's yeah. he's forced to use uh, an ageing squad and then the next person who comes in maybe a couple of years later um, let him have the fruits of Alex Ferguson's loin so to speak <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean I, 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 I think they should get it out of this system I, I, th I think my, my, um, my I'll, say what, I'll say what I said in the, after the World Cup I mean the players the group of players we've had that have been similar give or take the last three sort of managers mm. Capello and before that McLaren before that Ericsson three very different managers yeah. very different styles that's right and England have been totally appalling with all of them mm -hmm. so where's the buck stop but you see yeah. that's what we love about you know the, the Spanish have a system now they were used to be a bit you know maybe in the 90s and all in the early noughties you know that a lot of good players didn't have a system but now they've got a system they know how to play go out and do it Germans the Germans the yeah exactly uh, you know Yogi Love he was one of uh, Klinsmann's understudies and actually they said that he was one of the guys who ran the team Klinsmann was kind of just ahead of it yeah um, the face right now he's in they, They've got a way to play England They turn 
up, they're not too sure what they, they expect. Capello's now trying to get some kind of system. He's trying to get a, a mindset, a winning mentality. He's tr- actually trying to weed out a lot of the problem. And we need him in there for this, this um, tournament. Because I think if Redknapp comes in, it'll just be, oh, yeah, jobs for yeah. the boys. You well, know? It's, it's yeah. a long-term project, isn't it? And what England were crying out for for a long time, what England fans were crying out for a long time, was some fresh blood and f- for players to sort of, you know, the Gerard Lampard thing to be broken up and just for, for different players to be trying Harry out. Harry Redknapp's talking about signing Capello's David Beckham for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Capello oh, yeah. has uh, really moved along the squad. He's given younger players a chance. He's allowing them to mm. sort of establish themselves a bit more. And we've got a good crop coming through. I think, at the moment. I think and as he said on goals on Sunday, he said um, Stephen Gerrard good. 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 Stephen Gerrard good. Yeah, you know, he knows. I think one of the things that is a concern is that I mean, a lot of people jumped on England's back after the Wales game. I don't think they were as they weren't as bad as people were making. Wales were excellent. Yeah, Wales were good, and England in the first half were okay. I thought. But one of the things that's concerning is you've got someone like Chris Smalling, who's for my for my money, like I said before, he's a Rolls Royce of a player. He's, mm. you know, he's got a lot of potential, and he goes from looking world class for Manchester United, lovely yeah. little short balls, really mm. comfortable on the ball for England. He seems to sort of he's lose his confidence a little bit that. and then bang it long. Yep. Yeah. And it's almost a bit concerning. Why is he doing that? Is it, yeah. is, is, is it Wembley? Is it the crowd on his back? Mm. What, what yeah, is it? I mean, the, uh, at the World Cup, England did not look like Capello's England. They just absolutely reverted to type. And that, that is the worry, isn't it? And Capello has said he thinks, you know, there's still a hangover from that and there's a bit of a. They, they, there's something wrong at Wembley as well. The, the, the atmosphere is. Well, they prefer playing away, don't yeah, they? It's, it's strange at, at Wembley. But he's pointing these things out and he's getting slammed for these things. No, he's not his fault. But he's saying, okay, this is clear. This is what's wrong. I can tell. This is what I'm trying to fix. Yeah. Well, he said it's not an admission of guilt. No, in the warm up, but that's what it's been. Taken. He said in the warm up, he could see that the players weren't, the heads weren't right. He knew in the warm up they'd struggle. It's um, weird, isn't it? It's, it's odd. But I'm one, one of the few people around this table who've actually played at Wembley. I didn't enjoy <laughs> the ex- uh, the uh, sort of surface. I thought it was a little bit. <laughs> uh, the grass is a little bit long. It's a bit dry. But uh, was that the only reason you didn't enjoy it, or just? I'm not very good at football, <laughs> and it is yeah. massive. It's the biggest yeah. pitch I've ever played in my life. It was like Hackney Fields. We do have to remember as well that mm. you know, with, with all these points, you know, the, you know, they, they don't like playing at Wembley, blah blah blah. All these sort of confidence issues. They still won the game. They still got the they job did. done. Well, yeah, they exactly. Did. A, a very yeah, crucial point. That's, that's one enough. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, just. I mean, we must say that actually, I don't think Capella did handle the camp very well in South Africa. Um, but I think he's learning. That's one thing he certainly does. Is, he he learns and he, he's actually adapting mm. for a guy and you know an old dog learning new tricks is quite good but um, one thing I was going to say about the England-Wales game was uh, the, the Wales chant Oh, yeah. The fans, boom, boom, boom! Everybody said Wales, Wales. <laughs> I, was, I had to stop myself joining in. Yeah, I was, I was, I was about to run across the pitch, get, and get, get involved. involved yeah. Absolutely superb. <laughs> but like, the trouble is with England, as you say, just before we move on from this, that like if England went away to Spain, you know, like I know Spain are coming to Wembley soon, I think, in, in a, uh, a friendly. But if England did go away to Spain, especially in the competitive match, and they hammered us, and we nicked it one, we mugged them, we wouldn't be going, hey, we've mugged them. We'd yeah. be like, well, it's a load of rubbish, isn't it? We're so lucky. To win that, yeah, and we've yeah. got to get that you know <laughs> kind of just joyous mentality back. It's a football match, and we won. Yeah, yeah. you know, so that would never happen, by the way. Yeah, the well, let's let's make it happen. <laughs> uh, influence in the game, um, uh, right? Uh, something completely different. Asamoah Jan has moved uh, to the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, I saw uh, Asamoah Jan's press conference for his new club today, and he said an amazing quote, which I think you know he just got his words a bit m- like mixed up and didn't think about what he was saying. But he said, "Hopefully, I'll try my best." <laughs> <laughs> Whale. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so, Asimo. We've spent a lot of money to get you here. Well, I'm not a very confident man, you know. I don't, I don't know. You can imagine. Like, we'll just have to see how it pans out. Might not like it. Didn't like Sunderland. Imagine yeah. the chairman who just signed like ten, twenty, thirty. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
I was, um, I was, um, I did a bit of digging around about the money because it's funny because I originally thought because he's going on loan, well, he's on the same money. I don't really know where he's gone there. Mm. But apparently, it's not that. He's well, every football deal is different, isn't it? He's mm. got a considerable pay rise. He's, he's earning two hundred thousand dollars a week, and he was given a God million dollar signing on fee as well. Oh, I didn't realise that. And yeah, how is Sunderland this not a signing? Six million as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently so. Yeah, that's just a very good point. How is that? Well, not as I a said last week, I said the loan, the sort of transfer window never really closes with the whole loan business. If you can do that sort of nonsense, yeah, but it isn't, it, so. isn't it down to the transfer window of the uh, place where the clubs yeah, know, it is, are yeah. buying? Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, but the other thing is, is that Jean's got. I think a, a, a fair cu- few parasites around him. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, no, he was being he was being farmed all around Europe throughout the transfer window, wasn't he? So he'd been there a year. It cost him a lot of money as well. Yeah, yeah. Steve Bruce he played well. Uh, yeah, he at did. times though, he was well, in he and out, to. wasn't he? He was very exposed. I think he once um, they lost Bent, it just sort of yeah, yeah. bits for them. He just he was just sort of isolated up top. And to be fair, I think this is the team that uh, Bruce has brought very very well. Even though I can't stand the tit, <laughs> um, he's brought very well this this, this summer. He um, <laughs> why don't you like him? It's just going to take some time to bed in. And I think the the players that he's brought in fantastic well, science. Bentner for crying out loud that's a brilliant sign well yeah. Bentner will get game time in his favourite position and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he yeah. can do nearly scored a header against he, did, he did his he best to chuck it all away last weekend <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is under immense pressure and I do yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I was harsh to him last time we spoke about him and I, I do feel a little bit sorry for him and they've, they've lost I think they've only won like 3 and 19 or something they've lost 8 of 9 at home <laughs> recently and he's under a lot of pressure yeah, it's right. the last thing he needs really but I mean part of being a manager is keeping these players happy yeah. getting them playing getting them performing it's part of his job and it does annoy me when you see managers say oh well, he just wants to go well I've said to him I brought him in the office I said this has gone on long enough that's not management yeah. management is sitting someone down dealing with people mm. in different ways and saying you know, what can we do to make you perform to make you happy you, know you can imagine? say no exactly the, yeah. the ball is always in their court it's like being a social worker, I imagine. Part of it, yeah, yeah probably is, yeah. Um, right, off to Spain we go. Uh, Barcelona have dropped points. Mm. Yeah. Real Sociedad 2, Barcelona 2. Barcelona were 2 0 up. Yeah, and when the goals into the space, about 2 minutes. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah after 11, 11 minutes, minutes, they were yeah. 2 they were two up. Fabregas and Xavi. No, I mean the uh, Sociedad goals. Yeah, both of them were. So, so, so um, <clears throat> Barcelona scored within a minute, I think, and then uh, Sociedad scored 2 within a minute or 2 as well. Uh, yeah, it's slightly more spaced out, but yeah, they were in quick succession. They lost um, Sanchez as well for 8 weeks. He's torn oh, yeah, yeah, his hamstring. He's Really well, so sure. Did I see Messi do a dive? Yeah, no way! Nah, it, I couldn't believe that. We're nothing, Pete. <laughs> Pete, honestly, if you cut this out, yeah, it's been <laughs> you must have been thinking of Ronaldo. Oh, that is right. <laughs> that is true. Uh, he's uh, he's on the score sheet again. Real Madrid for Getafe two. Real Madrid top of the league, two points above Barca. Pete, can you believe mm. it? I can't believe uh, it's Encuentro's miss. Uh, oh, that's after, brilliant. After, after yeah. Ronaldo's baseball kick. I'm glad he's there. He's a classy player. <laughs> you like him? Uh, yeah, it's, I do. Yeah. It's all kicking off in Spain about the duopoly, though, isn't it? The, the sort of the chairman of the other clubs have got together and oh, like, that's we've right. got to sort this out because the TV money split in this really horribly unfair way. Mm. Yeah, Boston, they make so much money. Get the majority of it. They they're get like eighty percent sh- like, of it, and then yeah. the rest is they're, like they're, sh- they're completely sugar daddy in the, in the same way that clubs with rich owners are really mm. just from the setup of the way their league mm. works. And um, I, I know it would be good to see some more parity there. Wouldn't from it? A, well, yeah, oh, from, no, from a league setup, you sort of you sort of the least you can expect is. You know, a, a level playing field. Should we treat financially, fairly, yeah. 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 Was, was, was TV never, money I, on top I of that. I never and, and get to watch Racing Santander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it Villarreal that was spanked six 0 by Real Madrid? Yeah. They're in the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a good team, Villarreal. Very good team. <laughs> Oh no, it was Barcelona who beat them, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was one of them. Uh, yeah, one of the big two. Now then, Serie A is underway, thank goodness. Milan drew two all with Lazio. Uh, Lazio two up, but uh, Zlatan and Cassano got the goals. Zlatan won't be going to Barcelona now. As predicted by me, he tore his 
groin muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's done it on purpose? I think just to please me. With his hand, <laughs> with his bare hand. <laughs> yeah. Put it inside his leg and just yanked. You you left me out for a bit. You said that he yeah. wouldn't fancy going to the new Camp for the Champions League game and lo, lo and behold he's got injured. <laughs> it's a big injury though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's an actual legitimate injury. Yeah. When somebody told me that I thought, uh-huh. If it, like, if it, yeah, it's, a torn, yeah, it's not something you, know. you can sort of go, I've told me groin muscle. Yeah. Uh, then like the manager or the, the um, coaching staff aren't going to go, well we probably need to sort that out somehow. Yeah. We yeah. need to pin it or get an operation or at least extra x-ray you. Yeah. Or, the, or the other option is that, you know, um, they're just lying for him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't fancy Don't be surprised it. if he plays the following yeah. week. On Thursday yeah. I bet he goes, oh do you know what, I feel a bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> that deep heat's worked. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Juventus, their first competitive match in their new stadium was a 4-1 win over Parma. Their stadium looks great. Yeah, Apparently it's good. quite, um, they, they wanted to kind of more British style, no running track, quite close in. And it's like far, they've reduced the, um, they're one of the few European clubs field. ever to reduce their Yeah, um, they can yeah. never fill their old stadium. Well, the yeah. Dele Alpe was very unpopular. Yeah, yeah, it's built yeah. Dele Alpe was very unpopular. It was built for the 1990 World Cup, I think, yeah. and it was, it was really unpopular. They never filled it. I don't yeah. think they, they ever had, had a racing capacity. track as well, yeah. and the sound didn't really carry very well. But it apparently, it's a proper like cauldron of sound now. It's also yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe they've redeveloped this sort of area around the ground, so it's easy to get to. I, I don't know, but that would make sense. There's a couple of casinos and shopping centres. Pirlo right. played well. A couple of assists, I think he got the the, the last goal um, scored by Marchisio. I think it was lovely little deft volley. Uh, yeah. you check that out. It's well worth it. Um, Pirlo. Um, with a nice ball over the top but Juventus opened their new stadium by playing Notts County which I thought was a mm. lovely touch it was very nice given that they're sort of inspired by them when they were first formed yeah and, and of course their, their colours and, stuff. Yeah, and Lee Hughes scored the first goal at Juventus' yeah. new no, stadium no Luke Tony did Oh, did he? Luca Tony got the first goal, and uh, Lee Hughes equalised with about two minutes to go. So he's the <laughs> first <laughs> ruin the party. So he's the first oh. visiting player to score Juventus Stadium. That's right. Yeah, I think that, um, uh, Rob Birch uh, saved a penalty as well. The, the Notts County keeper. Oh, did he? So if, if Juventus, it was, a good save, it was a good save as well. If Juventus have gone for a British style yeah. of yeah. stadium, does that mean every goal scored in it is an English goal? Yeah, or we'll a British that. goal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, yeah. Like that. Um, imagine, imagine being a Notts County fan. It's, it's incredible to go there to see your team come away with a draw and magnificent. Saves a penalty. Absolutely magnificent. Yeah. Mm. They'll never get it. Especially with the ups and downs they've had. Rome had a bit of a um, funny one as well. They lost at home to Cagliari, didn't mm. they? And uh, Cagliari are all right and stuff, but Luis Enrique, he's trying, to, he's trying to impose a Barcelona style on Roma. It's not working. Yeah. No, <laughs> they, they didn't make it through to the Europa League uh, group stages. Totally now they've lost yeah. at home. Totally no, he's not. Now then, uh, like we said at the start of the show, as promised, we're going to talk about Mario Balotelli uh, and Gigi Buffon and Prandelli uh, visiting a prison in Florence. Did you see the, the footage of this? Yeah. Balotelli walks in. They love him. Do they? Absolutely love him. It was like... Love them probably know him. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, there, there's a little story we'll move on they to. Thought, oh, what's he done this time? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it finally come to this. What is it, Mario? Absolutely mobbed. Eight to ten this time, is it? <laughs> like, uh, hugging him, kissing him the lot. It was so funny. Like, yeah. it was incredible to see Balotelli absolutely loving it, as you'd imagine. But a lot of... A lot of... Uh, Rum boys? A lot of affection yeah. towards uh, Big Mario. So yeah, um, th- th- that was quite did you not see it, Pete? I did see it. It's like um, who played uh, oh, Folsom City? Uh, oh, uh, Johnny uh, Cash. Johnny Cash. Very much like Johnny what Cash. Did what did they do? Just go in there. Just they, go right. They, 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 pretty much had a press conference, didn't they? It was an odd one. Like a weird little Q and A thing. And uh, what's the reason for this? Just lols. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, now uh, Balotelli has also been summoned to an Italian court. Apparently, he's been hanging out with mafiosos. Well, I read this. Not oh, haven't we all? Come on. It, didn't he have like a, a pretty standard um, sort of tour of Naples with some? Um, he went around the Scampia district, which is yeah. uh, quite known to be mob territory. Well, it's from the film Gomorrah. Yeah, that's it? right. Yeah, and he really the liked Camara, it. And he yeah. wanted to see uh, where some of it was shot. Yeah. So now he's, he's helping the police with his inquiries. Well, uh, it follows yeah. him around, doesn't it? Whatever yeah. he does, yeah. he's been, as I say, he's been summoned to Italian court because he's been hanging around um, with certain families he might uh, not have done. Um, yeah, but if, to be fair, if you're Mario Balotelli and you're going on this tour, uh, that was going to attract, you know, in the the, the, the great and good yeah. of that sort of area for crying out loud. Yeah, but hanging out with a criminal is not a crime in itself. Is no, it? exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, it, 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 I, I would argue that it wouldn't necessarily be his fault, and he's certainly not the first footballer to be. Uh, He's so done well some, connected, let's He's say. done some silly things. Uh, Maradona. Re- <laughs> <laughs> regarding prisons. Last um, October, him and his brother uh, were questioned by police because they drove into a, a women's prison in the north of Italy just to see what it was like. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> Is it like the videos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't his brother called Enoch? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good name. Very Enoch good name. Enoch Palatelli. It's just strange. <laughs> yeah. It's an awful black guy's name. <laughs> yeah. Christ on his like, you know, uh, Enoch Garnet. You know, you, know, um, you know the Rugby World Cups aren't the most. Moment. The yeah. Argentinian coach is called Santiago Phelan. Yeah. Right then, off to the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich 7, Freiburg 0. That was obscene. A big score. <laughs> mm. Dortmund lost at home to Hertha Berlin 2 1. They did, but did you see the, the um, Frank Ribery's goal? In That's the great. Game? He, was, he was offside, but it was this really deft little back heel. Back heel, yeah. back heel nutmeg. Yeah, when yeah. it really looked like it was just going away from him, it was, it was excellent. Um, and all also, three major leagues have started with big scores, haven't yeah. they? The oh, they have. Weeks. Yeah. And so, um, the, actually, the Dortmund game was interesting because they, they didn't look that good. Berlin was well, they lost. Better side. I know, I know they lost, but you know, normally they're sort of scintillating, aren't they? But um, Sven Bender played, which always makes me happy. Nice um, speaking of Bayern Munich, yeah. one of the Gomez because Gomez scored four in that mm. seven. He's got eight league goals yeah. already. It's a haul. And one of them, the defender went to clear it, smashed it against him, it looped over the keeper and went in. Yeah, he was <laughs> off. Yeah. he couldn't believe his luck. He was running. <laughs> yeah. He's obscenely lucky, Gomez. <laughs> that sort of thing happens to him all the time. He's not. Yeah. As, he's not as lucky as some of the Wolfsburg players. They they, they beat Schalke two one, but um, uh, the other week they uh, they lost. Four 4-1 and the uh, players Patrick Helmers and Mario Mandzukic um, they were fined 10 grand for failing to follow tactics <laughs> I'd love to see him prove that well <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's quite a few fines at Wolfsburg uh, a, a thousand euros um, for an unnecessary back pass and 500 euros um, for failing to control a high ball are they trying to just sign players with this little kitty I'm not <laughs> into that. I remember being told that um, Tigana when he was in charge of Fulham once. I think he signed someone for just hoofing it up the pitch um, recklessly, you know, to nobody. Find oh, they find somebody. Yeah, they sign somebody. Do you no. say so, uh, fine, fine? Sorry, sign somebody. You're thinking of Tony Pulis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but isn't it like 250 euros for wearing headphones? Yeah, that's yeah. another. Like, right. that's something I genuinely wish they'd kick out. Because you see, I was watching on the weekend. They're just they're, they're, they're walking from the bus to the uh, to the, I don't know, the the changing rooms and stuff, and they've got all got the Headphones on. I'm like, are you not a group of players who can yeah. talk to each other? It's focus, so, though, isn't it? It's focus. So, but uh, is it all? They're all listening to Eminem. Well, that's what I mean. They've all got their beats by Dr. Dre, yeah. bloody fines by Felix McGuff. That's where's, the, <laughs> where's the team spirit in that? Let's <laughs> kick <laughs> headphones out of football. football yeah. <laughs> but, uh, have you seen? Are they like the headphones you've got on right now, Pete? Well, they're about the size, yeah. They're sort of They're like four hundred quid, four hundred quid worth of uh, headphones. <laughs> have you seen uh, Wolfsburg's sponsor? It's great. I'll just pronounce it for you now. Up. Uh, up. up with an exclamation mark 
<laughs> really odd. <laughs> right, uh, let's briefly go to France then. <laughs> Joe Again, Cole. that should be Stokes. Joe Cole <laughs> uh, came off the bench for Lille and set up the third in a three-one win at Saint Etienne. Yeah, yeah. uh, at Saint Etienne, that um, sort of easy to just march through usually because everyone seemed to be doing it. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, they, like, it was just like footballers threw butter, wasn't it? It was um, him and Hazard. Yeah, Hazard's first goal in particular was an absolute beauty. Oh, the second weren't bad. He rifled it in the, in the roof, didn't he? Yeah, but the, the, the first one had that lovely sort of outside of the book curl, just yeah, delightful. Yeah, but yeah, Joe Cole. Like when I f- was watching the highlights of that, I thought Cole was Hazard because of the way he was just yeah. running through. It looked like the old Joe Cole. You oh, know, did just sort of, some real dynamism and just. So what we're saying is, if you put Joe Cole in a game where people are going to give him so much space, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's quite <laughs> a good player. Damn yeah. right. Damn right. <laughs> I always suspected that to be honest. Yeah. Well, let's hope it carries on. We've got an Angie update from Russia. Go on. Uh, they're possibly going to offer Gus Hiddink twenty-two million pounds a year for three years. I'll do that. It's not bad, <laughs> is it? These salaries. Um, uh, yeah, apparently they, they tried to lure Jose with a, a similar kind of offer, but he says he has unfinished business at the bar. Imagine Mourinho. So people would be killed. <laughs> <laughs> Mourinho is so off the hook anyway. Um, Danny Alves has turned down a move there, apparently. Mm. Um, just ridiculous. Eto scored uh, two in his uh, first two games, by the way. I, I just, I'm, every that time is just I'm just disappointed in Eto with the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems so unambitious. That'll be the next sort of big give. sort of nazzle, won't it, really? Really. It's yeah. like every goal he scores, it just goes to prove that he, he shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the more he, the, the better he does. He's the always Russian, like the Russian league isn't that bad, to be fair. But he should be in a better league, though. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a fair point, actually. Mm. It's a decent league. Anyway, let's move on to something a bit more uh, classier: the Middle East and the Middle East. And Diego Corner has relocated. Oh my goodness! To the Middle East, they said it couldn't, but it did. I've come. I've come back to you with news of Diego's uh, first press conference as manager of Al Wassel. Now I know he got the job a long time ago, and I'm pretty sure he should have started ages ago. <laughs> but he's only just got around to his first presser. And uh, a wonderful chap and listener by the name of Abdullah Tariam has emailed in um, with a bit of transcription from the from the press conference itself. Hey. Now um, <clears throat> it was basically. Um, Interviewed by a number of uh, press asking, you know, what his plans are, what he's been up to, you know, what, what he sees Al Wassel doing, that sort of stuff. Um, he started off well. A phone went off early on. You, switch off your phone. You can talk to your wife later. <laughs> <laughs> and he went through uh, a number of different things, um, sort of calling out the uh, you know, general stuff, like calling out the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> S- Saying that um, in our last two friendlies, we realised there were scouts from Al Jazeera, who are one of their rival teams, uh, watching us. So we're having closed sessions from now on. They will not know how we play on Thursday. We have tactics that will hurt them. <laughs> I love it. We've married in it. football terms. It's been said about him before but everything Maradona does it has to be against someone yeah, isn't it it can't yeah. just be you know winning for the sake of winning and enjoying right. winning it has to be proving a point against someone else um, yeah, absolutely right and he said he said um, he was asked actually um, what it's like to be working with a chairman and a vice president who are apparently only in their 30s it's a very young setup there and he said it's fantastic youth have a better approach unlike in Argentina where it's all museums oh. the youngest person in the AFA is 95 years old <laughs> <laughs> And uh, oh, that, another classic is that um, he had a confrontation apparently with an opposition manager uh, during a pre-season friendly, right? <laughs> confrontational. <laughs> he said, uh, "I'm not a violent person, but if you want an issue with me, then you'll have it." <laughs> I was angry because their player wanted to injure one of mine, and they didn't want to listen to what I have to say. If you try and put a finger in my eye, I'll put two fingers in your eyes. This is how I'll die. If you try to harm me, you'll see my violent side. What's that? So, a, a, an eye for an eyes? Eye for two eyes. Eye for it's two a call eyes. to um, Mourinho. It's <laughs> not even. 
in a response to anything. No, no. <laughs> that's, like, that's how I will die. So how far would you push the fingers in your eyes? There's no, there's no need to be so over the top. Well, hopefully we'll get an update on that. Okay. He, ended, he ended the press conference by saying, thank you all for attending. I will always be available for the media. If you want your 15 minutes of fame, just contact the club and ask for me. Oh, <laughs> lovely ending. A mate, a mate of mine also Thank you very much. That. Who was that? Uh, um, Abdul Atarian. mate of mine was also at that press conference and he said that uh, he, he actually got to ask the great man a question and he said, who will be your main goal scorer this season? He went, my daughter's. I don't, don't make any understand sense. No, that. it doesn't make any sense. Do not trust a translator there. It's almost like he's trying to belittle the question asker. <laughs> <laughs> going for, going for gold. Gold. I think it's time for going for gold. Oh, is it now? Yes. Well, that'll be what that jingle's all about then. Right then, Pete. Are you ready, gents? Yes. You, are you all familiar with the rules, etc., etc.? Yeah. Someone's, someone's going to take the Do lead. you want to mention it for the listeners? Well, basically, I uh, give out a couple of cryptic clues to a footballer. <laughs> Let's face it, it's going to be a Premier League player, isn't it? Um, and uh, you guys have got to basically guess uh, who that is. And when you feel like popping in and uh, taking a, a crack at the... The big time Just shout <laughs> Stop Is it stop Yeah oh, stop, yeah. stop. Yeah. Okay. This is the fifth one you've done Can we can we make it up This time In honour of Wolfsburg so, okay, Can we what up. <laughs> Yeah okay We say up Alright cool We're saying up Got to pronounce um, the exclamation mark Okay alright all right. Here's your first clue lads I was born On the 12th of February 1970 I helped my Premier League team To their first European competition Post Heysel I reached the quarter-finals of the World Cup. I scored 14 times for Foggia and 9 times for my country. Still no, no guesses? Uh, no. I was bought by Hertha Berlin for 1.5 million. My first club was Vlugge and Vardig. Up. Up! Oh! Uh, not Paul Stewart, would it? No. That's a poor guess. That's a poor terrible guess. guess. Luke, would you like to have a crack? Joanna Risa? No. Oh. 1970. Born in 1970, you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah good point. Why the, <laughs> the hell did I just say Paul Stewart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Two, two clues left, lads. Okay. I'm now the head coach of a very famous B team. Last clue? Yeah. yeah. This is a giveaway. Come on. Think about Vlug and Vardig. Yeah. That was his first club. Now head coach of a very famous B team. Up. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No. I once said this of my Premier League home. All Nottingham has is Robin Hood and he's dead. Up. Oh. Brian Roy. Brian Roy. Oh. On the last See, that was a hard one. Death. It was yeah. not that hard. It that was hard, that hard. Look at Vard, they clearly Dutch. Very <laughs> famous there are loads of Dutch people. We thought we, they were Scandinavian, clearly. Yeah, there's only ever been one Dutch player, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Oi, I'm in the lead. Hey. That's the main thing. And that leads us neatly onto emails. I uh, refuse to recognize Emails. Yeah. <laughs> emails. Sorry, yeah. Okay, uh, am I doing the first one then? Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Hello, boys. Hello. Having listened to the story about the piss and feces being thrown around in Germany and Marcus's tale of a fan peering over the edge of the upper tier of a stand in South America, this is from a few weeks ago, I remember my parents telling me stories of being in the away supporters' end of Easter Road during Edinburgh derbies. The stand was apparently on a slope and throughout the match, fans would be treated to small rivers of pee running down from the 
the back of the stand as fans who'd clearly been tanked up before slash during the match uh, needed to re- relieve themselves and fi- found no facilities in the near area. There isn't really a point to this story, but I thought I'd share it with you anyway and point out that bodily fluids flowing around at football matches clearly isn't a new thing. Keep rambling. Love Claire, an actual real-life woman. Easter Road is Hibs ground, we should point out in case yeah. anybody doesn't know. Um, it's a funny one, Hibs ground, because it's not bad, but it, the, the pitch... Slopes. Yeah. There's okay. an actual little slope, and people would right. say, "Oh, yeah, no, we're uphill." This what this left stuff. to right or but from goal to goal? I know? think it's from goal to oh, goal, okay. corner to corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Hillsborough used to as well. I can think when because Portsmouth's got a little mound in the middle. Oh, does it? Yeah. So if you so if you set right on the very front row from one side, yeah. if the ball's over the other side on the other flank, you can't, you can't see, see the feet. ball. You can't <laughs> see the ball. Can't see the ball. No, no, no. That's incredible. It's got a bit of a mound. How is that allowed? They need to get the rollers out. It's always been there, Pete. Don't get the rollers out. Get the rollers out. It's not my Pete. decision. <laughs> work harder and it might be. Yeah. Get the rollers out. <laughs> Bloody idiots. Pete, what have you got for us, I've got one from Matthew Butler from Oxford. Ooh. Morning slash afternoon slash evening ramblers. Delete as appropriate. Well, it's actually night time, so. It is night time. Incredibly, so they're evening. all wrong. <laughs> good try. Evening will do. Evening's fine. It's not the evening. <laughs> Felt it was worth pinging a quick email to corroborate the email from this week's show about the prize of a Coca-Cola Cup bike during League Cup games. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Don't start, Matthew. You know what happened last week. I couldn't keep it together. Uh, I, have, I have fond memories of watching Oxford United at our old manor ground in 96-97 when a certain red-branded two-wheeler made an appearance. Our man between the sticks, uh, Phil God Whitehead, as we blasphemously ref- <laughs> referred to him I remember him. He was days, decent. Yeah. Uh, he won... Uh, a Coca-Cola bike for being chosen as man of the match this is awarded to him at full time on the pitch in a bizarre ceremony involving your <laughs> typical football league ropey mic and tannoy combination nice. uh, the muffled interview and awkward jokey conversation only added to the bafflement uh, for those of us making our way to the turnstiles uh, Whitehead then proceeded to pop uh, to hop on the bike and ride in front of the London road end across the length of the pitch and down the tunnel to perplexed cheers from the home fans <laughs> uh, I would like to think he proceeded to speed on through the door Exit the stadium Take a quick jaunt Down the A34 And arrive home In full kit To a startled wife Wondering Where am I going to put that thing yeah. Sadly I imagine Instead Whitehead Got to the changing room And asked a club official To stick it on eBay For him Or wherever the equivalent was In the crazy Britpop days Of the mid 1990s Free ads Free ads, Free yeah. ads. <laughs> Loot yeah. that's, that's just so strange if, if you want a bike You maybe go to someone Like Rally you know, yeah. not not Coca Cola. And the other thing no. is, odd. what happens if you're a man of the match and and you're in, in the away team and you get presented with that bike? Right, say you plan it away at Plymouth and you play for something. What, what, what are you going to do with it? It's the last thing you want. That's what it's li- literally the last thing you want. That's what Lee Hughes is waiting. Yeah, you pop wheelies all the way home. You're he- man of the match. Celebrate. <laughs> Lee, Lee Hughes is waiting at the g- uh, baggage, the oversized baggage uh, carousel. At, uh, at Nottingham Airport <laughs> East Midlands Airport Coventry Airport hey, One of them knows? East of Midlands them. is definitely an airport Thank you Matthew Butler Thank you <laughs> Good people It's profile time And we have an Italian Defending legend for you It's Gaetano Shiria. Um, unfortunately this month um, Does mark the 22nd anniversary Of his tragic death But uh, well, Let's uh, commemorate it Let's commemorate yeah, it indeed unfortunately it's a, good, it's a good thing That we can remember him That's right it? That's right Very much so And it did the Juventus With their new stadium as well And I believe that a part Of their stadium Is named after the great man Tell mm. us about him well, Wasn't part of the study Deli Alpi as well 
Yeah, they've carried it they've on. Carried sorry, it over, which is the Kerbashiria. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, forgive me. So uh, one of the finest liberos um, of uh, of the game. Yeah. Damn it all. He's a, also another one leading up from Paul Breitner, who, who who we did last week. Another sort of quite unheralded player. Yeah. You, you hear about sort of classic Italian defenders, certainly more recently with sort of um, Baresi, uh, Costa Curta, Nesta, mm. and also Gentile as well, who was around the same sort of time. Shiria was a Rolls Royce though. Elegant yeah, Very much Elegant Surging One yeah, of the was. finest defenders To play the game I'm going to say it Yeah No I agree with that Yeah um, He was a product of the uh, Successful Oh no Sorry hang on a minute Born on the 25th of May 1953 uh, 14 years before the summer of love Damn right it was um, He was a product of uh, The successful Atalanta Academy Back in the 70s And uh, he quickly became known As the, the quite calm Kind of guy on the pitch Very level headed um, Doesn't didn't Make any naughty challenges He was just uh, A real rock you know, yeah. solid. You could rely on him. Uh, apparently, the coaches of uh, the Atalanta youth team would offer it, offer him a bonus if he got a yellow card because he was just perfect, he was just <laughs> immaculate player, um, very non-aggressive as well. And this wasn't to his detriment. It was his reading of the game was was superb and his precision in the tackle. So, uh, so well, he didn't. It's like JT now. Well, you could yeah. argue, but um, Actually, but you, you would lose. You, you say, but Shiria also was a, was a player. He, he wasn't sort of he didn't have an awful lot of pace. He no. wasn't, he wasn't that quick really. Mm. He was more positionally based. Wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, and very, very comfortable on the ball as well. Mm. But he's a very non-aggressive player, and uh, like I say, and, and perhaps these attributes um, contributed to that. But uh, but above all, it just wasn't in his nature. Mm. He's a real nice guy, and, and we'll talk about that. So, um, uh, Shiraz, he signed for Juventus at the age of twenty-one and, and became a starter straight off the bat, uh, and he would play the rest of his career there. Um, he played a sweeper role, as we said, in the heart of defence with Claudio Gentile. Mm. Imagine is it, is coming this... up against those things. <laughs> yeah. Is this why he was so sort of calm and collected <laughs> just, just had to be yeah. <laughs> you see, you see lineups of um, you see lineups of the camera going past sort of Juventus players and like I, I think so maybe I don't know in the European Cup final something like that which we'll come on to and you see Gentile moustache um, hair big gold chain like yeah. almost literally snarling yeah. <laughs> and, and right next to him is, is um, this sort of zen like piece of, uh, of yeah. Shiria just stood there staring into space yeah. perfectly focused that's right that's right yeah. well Gentile's I mean he's worth a pro- profile in himself yeah. Yeah. Um, but he not now not now no. His time will come I'm sure yeah. Real tough tackling um, defender But th- th- at the heart of defence I mean it was a great Back line they had And, and if You managed to get through You got Dino's off Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's ridiculous Yeah Absolutely ridiculous If you're a striker You're thinking I'll just be having an assist Or something yeah. Like that, yeah. I'll just run the channels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look busy yeah. um, Indeed So uh, well, Okay So uh, he played a sweeper role I did Shirey and um, it's not really around anymore as we said that that kind of position I mean it, it would be the the player in the team who would operate in, in, in such a way um, that, that it would be obviously behind the defence but also kind of a playmaker as well it's quite yeah. an odd position really they'd you, soak it up they'd always be the one with the ball that's they'd, right they'd receive it from the goalkeeper as well so they'd yep. be the first sort of hey, yeah, he always receive it from the keeper every single time he's off got the ball you see mm. him roll it out to, to Shiria he's mm. so comfortable from the ball he was like a midfield player and mm. the amount of times you saw him if you see if you watch rerun and videos of, of Juventus goals now a lot of times him scoring them a lot of the time the ball comes up down the left or something they'll mm. knock it inside play a ball over the top someone will nod it on and the number six is bombing on from nowhere <laughs> volley top corner <laughs> to centre back yeah it's incredible obviously Franz Beckenbauer was um, kind of the first great mm. libero but he was certainly the second one I would, I would hasten to add Franco Baresi would go on to, to fill his uh, shoes very well, much well Baresi so. couldn't get in the team in the Bar- Italian side Bar- yeah. Bar- Bar- yeah. could get in the Italian side because, because I mean, he was a bit younger but yeah absolutely yeah, but he was coming through and yeah. 
yeah. just keeping him out of it. But the, the sweeper was kind of like the fulcrum of the team, as I say, and, and you'd need to read the game impeccably mm-hmm. if you were that that position. And uh, you know, Gitano certainly did that as well. Marshall in the defence, breaking up attacks and starting attacks, as you said, Luke. Yeah. You know, and Pete, and uh, just a, a, an incredible player. And, and it's part of me thinks it's a shame you don't have that position now. But the game's changed, and, yeah. and uh, one well, thing and another. Th- Thomas Vermaelen occasionally sort of plays in that. I'm not, yes. style. I'm not having that. He, he does bring him in. playing that style. I'm not saying I'm not comparing him to Syria. Good, but uh, the last great <laughs> libero was um, Jonathan Wilkie. Wilkie is comfortable on the ball, though. I think Jimbo. Right. I, 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 I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but I would argue maybe that these days it's almost expected of a player, whatever position they play, to be comfortable on the ball. Mm. And if they're not at the top level, it's more of a surprise. Whereas back then, you had players who maybe weren't who were just glorified hatchet man a lot of the time it's such an odd position isn't it it seems counterintuitive to the very nature of the game and the yeah. fact that there's so many of these players from sort of back in, back in the day were so good in that position it's just a real sort of it's, great. it's, it's the space between the, the, the striker running on and sort of having that sort of 50-50 build between the goalkeeper and the, the attacker running on and that co- completely cuts out any sort of chance like that because yeah. the, you've got this player who just soaks up all the pressure and stuff and he's what? a fantastic example of that yeah, totally. and what it comes from as well is also the game being a lot slower paced mm. yeah. so, and so if you're going to play that close to your goal you've got to be comfortable on the ball haven't mm. you otherwise you're going to be asking for trouble you know you can you couldn't have a player who, who who didn't lock the ball at his feet but, it, but it's great to see a defender dribble it out oh great know. yeah it's amazing yeah. I mean it's you know. I'm telling you you watch rerun I'll tell you the best way to do it is when uh, he wasn't wearing number 6 he was wearing number 7 but in the World Cup in 82 yeah. the, every time off had the ball rolled out to Sharia yeah. he have a look around start it off mm. you know he, he so was a wonderful I mean, it, it reminds me of uh, Sol Campbell in 98 <laughs> <laughs> yeah very similar yeah. <laughs> but yeah very graceful composing and calm player as you said to me earlier is it fair to say he's pretty comfortable on the ball oh he loves it <laughs> um, and he was he was a great leader as well but again just so quiet calm reserved Trapattoni said he was a leader yeah. in a monk's habit yeah exactly he was, he was so well mannered yeah. obviously never got a, a red card I wish you, I'm sure you'll come on yeah no yeah absolutely he never sent off in his whole career and there was a story in a match between uh, Juventus and a Fiorentina fight broke out with the players and they were sort of wading in left right and centre and uh, the big man uh, separated the players and he was pointing up at the stands was um, Ashiria and saying look your wives are watching stop it <laughs> you know it's yeah, sorting them out it's amazing great. bloke yeah. <laughs> or now it would be because the wags are watching and yeah and, and so on and so forth he was great mates with Dino Zoff and Dino Zoff would, would say to journalists because he was very shy um, Shuria in front of the uh, journalists and uh, Dino Zoff said if you have anything to say to him you say it to me you know <laughs> you've got to protect him you yeah. know. but he was an extraordinary man a real gentleman and uh, when Juventus won the um, title in 1975 uh, Shiria was out on the town with uh, his teammates, which was very rare. They could never get him out, you know. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he said he got home at like six in the morning. He went to get a paper, which was all about the team's victory to commemorate the um, the victory, uh, the win. And uh, he decided against it because the news agents was next to a tram stop, uh, which took workers to Fiat factories. So, um, and then the reason for this was he said he was ashamed to be seen dressed up for a night out at that time when when people were going to work in the morning. Just put your dressing gown on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get changed. Yeah. <laughs> but what a gent, though. He's always thinking about other people. It's like George know. Best. It's just like George <laughs> Best. And, 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 with the, and with the Fiat thing, he sort of refused. He, his, uh, I think his partner's parents, his um, sort of parents-in-law. Parents-in-law? Mm. Father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. And they bought him a BMW, and he refused to drive it because um, Fiat was Juventus and he that's and right he, and, and yeah. he would only drive a Fiat car so in, yeah because it was so interlinked yeah. and he would yeah. see it as some sort of um, 
the trail if he drove anything else, which I think it's incredible, isn't it? Man, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Reminds me of Ludic McCloskey and his Skodas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. when those United players would only ever use Vodafone mobile phones, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, that'll be right. That'll be right. Um, so yeah, he played the rest of his career at Juventus. Won everything possible: seven league titles, domestic cups, UEFA Cup. Cup Winners' Cup and the European Cup. Yeah, he won All the European three. Cup with Juve in '85, which was the Heiser disaster. So I mean, the final was obviously a bit of a fluke yeah, after yeah. what happened. I, mean, I know they sort of elected to carry on playing the game because of various reasons, but um, yeah, he, he captained the event this day. But all three European trophies. Yeah, I'm having very that. few people won the World Cup as well, Marcus. Come on, that's probably the best bit. Yeah, I'd say. Um, so. In 1982, he was uh, well. He was called up to the national team in '74. Um, quickly established himself um, alongside a number of his Juventus teammates in that lineup. He played at three World Cups, but. Um, 82 World Cup was the one that we uh, probably all remember him for and uh, he roomed with Dino Zoff it's got a nice little story he roomed with Dino Zoff at that World Cup and it was uh, th- th- their hotel room was referred to as Switzerland it was the most tranquil room in the whole of the hotel <laughs> uh, Marco Tardelli would often go there if he couldn't sleep before a big match because it was just so calm in there. when he was when he was at UV he, was like, he had an apartment with um, Spinozzi yeah that's right he sort of uh, apparently you couldn't get him you couldn't get him out like, yeah. he would just, he would just be sat there watching TV yeah. and Spinoza would come in after a big night out and he'd be drunk and he'd be like looking in and he'd just be in watch te- television all night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they, there's a um, there's a Shiria award that they give out to football and yeah. on, isn't there as well yeah, yeah. well that yeah c- the, the person who has conducted themselves in a, a, a real off and off mm. and on the field mm. a real gentlemanly conduct yeah and that's cool I love the 82 yeah. World Cup final though because it's the, it's the final where Tardelli scored that goal yeah the most emotional celebration ever where he, goes, <laughs> he scores the second and Italy going win 3-1 it's, it's the same final that Brighton scored in yeah and uh, or one of the finals that Brighton scored in and Tardelli is just going absolutely ballistic yeah it's close. you can't believe it it's, yeah. the, it's the closest I've ever seen like a human being actually exploding <laughs> he looks like he's going to explode he's, he's got so much emotion to yeah, get yeah he's super it's the cherry on the field yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you think, yeah. do you remember when Grosso scored in the semis it was similar to that wasn't really, it really similar yeah, yeah. In, yeah when, uh, in the 2006 World Cup there's really lovely symmetry there yeah mm. uh, in 86 uh, he retired from international football after being knocked out in the second round at the 86 World Cup and then in uh, 1988 he retired fully from the game and became uh, assistant coach to Dino Zoff at Juventus but on his retirement from the international game in 86 France Football magazine described him as better than Pelé Johan Cruyff and Alfredo Di Stefano perhaps generous but that's (laughs) France Football magazine well in this position you don't hear the greatest players of all time ever as defenders well maybe Beckenbauer's the only one yeah but he was never realistically put in the top five would he? People just don't no, think no, of okay, defenders, fair you know? enough, yeah, yeah, fair And enough. so if, if you're going to judge people on how good they were in their particular position, you know, then you've got to put certain players like that up there, haven't you? Mm. It's only fair, I think. Yeah. Sadly, though, in, in 1989, when on a, he was on a scouting mission in Poland, he was involved in a car crash and died at the age of 36. Um, the whole of Italy mourned this, um, of course. Just such a good guy. Just mm. Everybody loved him. He, opposition fans, nobody had a bad word to say about him. And as a scout as well, he was very much yeah. incredibly committed to that particular role as well. I mean, he didn't necessarily need to be doing making that trip. Yeah, yeah wasn't it? He'd already seen the team. Yeah. He'd already scouted them once, and he went anyway. He dies at 36, Blatter, in his seven. It's not fair, is it? It's not fair. No. Yeah, um, but uh, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the fans still love him. They still chant his name, um, and his influence on Italian players will always live on. Oh well, you, well going on from that, Dino Zoff uh, actually also said, you, "Without him, you wouldn't have Maldini." 
Yeah. He said Maldini was his natural error. Maldini learned yeah. a lot from Shearer. Brazy. Yeah, you know, Brazy and, well, and I would have wagered, you know, Costa Curta and mm. Nesta and all those mm. great Italian centre backs and all. Uh, but I'll leave the last words to uh, European football journalist James Horncastle, whose um, piece on uh, Shearer has uh, been uh, priceless in, in, in the making of this profile. And he said, What Shere, what made Shearer remark- remarkable wasn't just his professionalism or his sense of loyalty, it was the privilege he felt at being a footballer, and he never lost that feeling. And a top man, top gentleman is coming into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Your wives are watching. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Listening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, uh, that is the end of the show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. And there's a website called thefootballramble.com, isn't there, James? There is, and there's loads of stuff on it. Um, This week, the blog features an insight into the inner workings of Nicholas Bentner's brain, courtesy of Andy Brassel. Chris Mann looks at Phil Jones and his impressive start to life at Man United, while Luke gets upset because some people sang at Wembley. (laughs) (laughs) Amongst plenty of other stuff on on the blog and elsewhere on the site we join forces with Pick Live for some fa- uh, live fantasy football so do get over there and check that out there are minute by minute reports on games that sort of pop up here and there and of course the forum where you can read about anything from Noel Gallagher to the romantic adventures of the forum users so yeah do get over there <laughs> thefootballramble.com yeah and uh, the forum is one year old today no yeah, yeah Wednesday yeah. that the show comes out the entire site including the forum is a year old yeah so thanks for all your support mm. yeah, right, right, yeah. Everyone. it's not in the Hall of Fame we'll give it a bit of <laughs> not for us I mean for the the, 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 the users web, the web users yeah <laughs> uh, it's in not. it's on it I'm giving away a video game I haven't done this for a little while but uh, it's a good one this time it's none of your, your none of your usual fodder that I get sent occasionally <laughs> Dead Island uh, it's number one in the video game charts at the moment it's a fantastic piece of work and I have not stopped playing it personally that gets uh, that is my video game of the week. So get on the forum for a chance to win that. It yes. is an eighteen though, isn't it, Pete? Yes. All right, Mister. Get your parents' permission. Get them to log in for you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, that gives me just about enough time to say. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next week. Raheenan. Collymore. Phillips, Roy turns the quickest, gets a bit of luck with the bounce, Stone got a deflection, and it's Kingsley Black who has scored. Pregnant now. The things I do for entertainment. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.